podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to a rather disappointing one each draw in Dundee. Uh, I am your host Scott Carney and I'm joined by Ali Pearson. Ali, I asked you after the, the Dortmund game mate, the most stupid question in the world and this one's probably just as stupid but how are you mate? Oh, I'm brilliant. No. <laughs> I, said, I said to you off camera before the Dortmund game and I didn't want to say it on camera to bring the mood down but I said it would just be Rangers to go up to Tandice and drop points. And there we go. No, I'm not even surprised by it, which is which is the sad thing about it. I'm not surprised by it, but obviously we'll get into what happened. We will get into it, mate. Um, it's the most Rangers thing to do. Uh, it really is. Uh, Ryan Haymarsh, how are you, mate? Hi, uh, shite. It's um, <laughs> definitely. I'm definitely the same as uh, Ali. I had a feeling that this would happen. This team have a history of it. Obviously, we're going to get into it, but. I'll possibly take a drive up to yours after this podcast, mate, and uh, get so many painkillers off you. I think that's the stage <laughs> I'm at. Yeah, that's the only good thing about being on very strong painkillers. It's hard for your mood to drop. Um, oh, look, so much just was wrong today. Uh, and it's not really, It's maybe that's harsh, but it's, it's obviously weird just after the final whistle, but the feeling around it all, before we break into the game, it's... Rangers were in top that entire game for for about a five-minute spell from the five-minute spell that Dundee United scored. Apart from that, Rangers were complete control of that. But just a lack of cutting edge, really, today, for whatever reason, just has cost us big time. And our unbelievable, fucking terrible run of not being able to defend a corner just carries on. It really does. I've seen us start before I come on. Out of the last 12 points available from away games, we've only got four. Um, you're not going to win leagues doing that. It's a, it's a disappointing one that after the, the high we had of, of Thursday night. We'll go into the team. Um, it was a big call from Gio today. Um, not to do more rotation, I think. Um, but Again, you've got to back that, and I was pretty happy when I seen the team. One change from the game on Thursday night with Hollander coming in for Barisic. So, McGregor, Tavernier, Goltz and Hollander, Bassi, Lundstrom, Jack, Arfield, Aribo, Kent and Morelos. Obviously, no Ramsey on the bench. Uh, the club said on a, a tweet underneath the, the, the team post that they put up that um, Ramsey had a minor knock, so did Balogun, but they would be back in training this week. So, Ali, your, your thoughts on the team? Were you shocked to see... A lack of rotation. I was surprised. I know we kind of said on the club preview, yeah, we'd like to play the same team again, but we all realistically went, well, if they put a hard shift in Dortmund and they play a couple of days later, we, I fully expected changes. I expected maybe Kamara to come in. I expected Arfield to drop out. I thought Arfield was blowing out his arse on Thursday night and he continued to be blowing out his arse today. So I, I thought... 
Yeah, you look back on it, Gio, and I think I think I think he got it wrong. To be honest, he got the team wrong. Yeah, folk can say I you you want to continue with a winning team, but from what we put in at Dortmund to to play on Sunday again, it's too short a turnaround for me. And uh, yeah, I think he got it wrong. Possibly, I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but that's what we're doing. Uh, and as football fans, we live off hindsight, really. Um, uh, and I, I would tend to go along with that. I was definitely shocked that. We didn't see more rotation. However, when I seen the team, I was very happy with how strong the team was. I thought that's a really good team. And it kind of gave me a wee bit of confidence because I thought they must be fit enough. They must be ready for this. They must all be absolutely up for it or else Gio would have, have made changes. Ryan, your thoughts on the start of living today? I was happy. I was happy with the lineup. I was happy that he'd, <coughs> he had gone with the same team. Um I always think momentum is a big thing and if you've had a big result like that, then just keep the settled team together, keep them well the confidence is high. So I was happy with the team. Yeah, in hindsight, Alander does not look, despite our comments after the Anning game, does not look anywhere near Matt Sharp. Uh, I did stupidly have a look on Twitter, which I very rarely do during the Rangers game, but i seen somebody saying Alander's shite. Uh, guy's not played for, for months. Guy's not played for months. He's played once against Annan. Um, he didn't have a good game today. He wasn't the right selection, but the management team got it wrong. This thing, these things happen sometimes. He wasn't the sole reason why we dropped points today. Uh, agreed. Uh, I do, however, think that he played a massive part in it. Uh, today, I'm not going to sit here and say Hollander's shite. Obviously, I'm not that too. We don't knee jerk that much on this pod. Sometimes we do, but it's not. We don't do that much of a knee jerk reaction. But Hollander was poor today. I mean, particularly poor. I don't think he won his battle at all at any point today. He looked like Bambi on ice, and uh, that's sometimes his style with Hollander. Yes, but today, no. It just it wasn't near it. So in terms of that, for sure, I think. I think he's. I think Gio's got that wrong. He should have stuck with what the team was uh, on Thursday night. Uh, again, hindsight's a, a wonderful thing. We'll jump into the game. Uh, Rangers start well. Uh, the difference again with Jack and Lundstrom in the middle of the park was pretty clear to see early on. Lundstrom was kind of picking up the ball uh, from the defenders and Jack was always there when things were getting a bit tight to receive it. And then first time pass to relieve the pressure. Alfredo also started quite well. Um, he faded through the game. We'll, we'll welcome on to him. And so did Kent. Kent looked really dangerous. And we dominated the ball, really, in the first 10. A massive shout for a penalty. Uh, the ball travels some distance uh, and strikes a United player on the arm. Um, Ryan, I'll come to you first. This is a penalty. I think some referees will give it some won. When I say some referees will give it, I mean any referee outside Scotland <laughs> will give it. Um, it's a penalty. His arms up. His arms up. You know, it's it's a penalty. I don't really know what else to say, and I kind of laugh. I kind of burst out laughing when it when it wasn't given. Uh, obviously, I'm a bit more angry about it now, but it's yeah, it's a penalty. I genuinely don't know what else to say about it. But there's a few decisions during that game. Mad and just got it wrong, and it's just the referees are shocking just how they are not why we're dropping points, but it's really not helping at the moment. It's very frustrating. The standard a referee, and we are seeing. And the lack of help they're getting, the lines the lines was not interested in, in getting involved either. Um, yeah. So yeah, as a penalty Scott for me. And, and I, I, I'm not going to sit here and blame the referee today for um, Rangers dropping points. It's not his fault, but he definitely didn't help matters. So that's before all the 
the Moon Howlers that will inev ne inevitably tune in to watch us um, today will uh, will try and batter us. But I, I don't think it was um, the referee's fault. However, Ali, <laughs> it's a penalty. It just is a penalty. Stonewaller, Stonewaller. Um, oh, there's Ryan Stad in the background there. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, no, it's a stone. It's a Stonewaller. Um, even Andy Walker said it was a penalty. And if Andy Walker said it's a penalty, nah, it's a penalty. It. No. <laughs> Especially if it's for Rangers. Um, no, nah, yeah, I don't know else. Derek McInnes actually said at half time it wasn't a penalty, but he said he didn't oh, really know fair. the rule. So, yeah. uh, which, I, which I don't understand because he, he was a football manager, so he should know the rule. Um, yeah. But um, that's maybe why he's sacked, to be honest. But um, aye, it's a stone waller, but. There was a lot of decisions. Well, obviously, you'll come on to another penalty decision, which was Stonewaller. But I'm, I'm same with you, Carney. I'm today isn't to do with Bobby Madden. Bobby Madden did not lose us the game. He didn't help with some decisions, but he didn't lose Rangers the game at all. It was, uh, it yeah. was ourselves. Yeah, again, the whole consistency thing came in again for me today with Madden. Um, some of the fouls that he was giving and booking players for, I was agreeing with, and then the same foul would happen again and he wouldn't do anything, and you're like, there's just no consistency with it. It's very frustrating to watch. Um, Bobby Madden's poor. I don't think he is the worst. I generally don't. I, I don't think he is the worst, but in any other league, as Ryan said, that is a penalty. Uh, no great doubt about it. We then fail to take a... Uh, to capitalise on a good break forward by Kent um, and he plays it through to Arfield but again Arfield decides to try and do an extra pass to Morelos instead of shooting should definitely be taking a shot here but we were by far looking the more dangerous of the two teams and apart from a Tav free kick and a shot uh, that went over the bar from the edge of the box from Tav as well um, we didn't really have a clear cut chance really it hadn't really fell for us yet but in terms of the first 20 minutes, I was just thinking, right, this is a game of patience now. We just have to take our time and continue what we're doing. And after the 20-minute mark, Dundee United just got a bit of confidence. I don't know whether it was because we hadn't capitalised on any chance. We hadn't really tested their keeper at all. Uh, and I think they, they got a wee bit of confidence from it. A bit of calamity defending then happens um, from Rangers, uh, which nearly allows United to take the lead about the 23rd, 24th minute. Tav does enough for an outstretched leg to to deflect the corner for to deflect it wide for a corner, and then on the 29th minute, United take the lead from a corner. The ball comes in; it's a simple ball into the box. It's a decent cross, no doubt about it. Holanda is completely beat by his man. He's not even close to winning that battle to get up for that header. And Ali, it is point blank range. Nothing McGregor can do. And again, we just fail to defend corners and give United the the easiest of leads, which plays right into their hands. Yeah, there was warning signs before it. Dungeon United had, had a wee flurry of corners just before it, and. <sighs> Every, every time somebody lumps a ball into our box from a corner, set piece, whatever it is, I'll be honest, I shit myself. And I have the, the whole of this season because we're vulnerable. Teams must know we are vulnerable because they, they know. Um, it's I Hollander doesn't cover himself in glory at all. He didn't look much sharp at all today, Hollander, but we've got to deal with ball, balls like that. And as soon as you give a team like Dungeon United a goal of a start, <laughs> It's a mountain to climb because you know they're just going to sit in and defend for their lives. And that's what they did the whole game, Dungeon United. And you can't criticise Dungeon United because if Dungeon United come out and try and play against us, yeah, we'll pick them off and win the game. So, yeah, I know folk will have a mountain growing that I've done. You just sit and park a couple of buses, but they're entitled to do that. And um, 
Aye, it's it's scandalous. But we've done it too many times this season, Rangers, and this isn't new at all. No, it isn't. Um, Ali's Ali's spot on. Um, there, Ryan. Ah. I don't particularly agree with that style of football that teams tend to take against um, Rangers and probably Celtic when, when they come to town. Um, they just decide to defend as much as they can. It's not very attractive. I don't think it's particularly good for the game. But, however, it's a tactic, and it's a tactic that teams are going to use against Rangers and Celtic. So we have to we have to overcome that. But to not defend a corner and to give them something to hold on to, it's just criminal. So what I was going to use, criminal, was exactly what it is. And Dundee United, to their credit, played four corner kicks all day today. I noticed it putting the ball up the channel, try and get it in there and get a corner off it. And I was, I'm the same as Ali and probably the same as yourself. Every single time we can see the corner, whether it's away or home, I am shiting myself. <laughs> I'm shiting myself. We've got big players who can win headers. So there's something not right there. Hollander's a big boy. Colton's a big boy. Bassey, Lundstrom, I could go on. We've got a big team, and I'm shiting myself at corners, and I think they are as well. I think when we can see the corner, I think you can see the vulnerability in our players. Um, we could dip into corners that we have, can see the goals from where McGregor doesn't come from it. He doesn't come off his line or come out to punch balls at corner kicks. It's a thing. He doesn't do it, and our players are not winning the ball first, but Hallander... Um, obviously, I kind of gave him a wee bit of leeway at the beginning of the pod because he's not played a lot of football, but that's that, that's nothing to do with his fitness or his match sharpness. It's just poor defending from him. Mm-hmm. He's got it all wrong. And yeah, we conceded and put ourselves in a horrendous position going down 1-0 at that point in the game because we were we were the better team. We were. They were doing nothing, basically, and, and we've put ourselves on the back foot without losing that goal. Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a collective of things that are going wrong with us when we're defending corners. Hollander uh, does just get it completely wrong. He reads the ball wrong, he reads the jump wrong, and the uh, the, the defender gets a, a jump on him, and it's just poor defending. However, as I say, even elaborating a wee bit more on our defensive corners, and I hate to try, I'm not trying to drag Alan McGregor under the bus here, I'm really not, but he never comes for a ball. So that's another element of defending the corners that we don't have. So the defenders have to win that ball because McGregor isn't coming for that. Even if it's a ball that you think McGregor should, he won't, he will stay there. And I'm not putting any blame on McGregor. It's what he is. The club are well aware, the coaching staff, the managers, us as fans are all very well aware that that's what McGregor does. But that's another thing that adds to it. So it's so imperative that our two centre-backs at least read the ball correctly and win your battle and Hollander failed to do that for that one. It was very, very poor and it just gives United plays straight into their hands. I don't think Rangers were particularly poor. Um, maybe not enough cutting edge, yes, but I thought some of the passing moves that we were doing, some of the attempts that we were trying were great. We were trying to get at them as much as we could, but there was just a lack of the final ball just wasn't quite there uh, today. Um for the first half particular as well because zero shots we ended that half with which isn't I mean just well zero shots in target which is just not good enough it really isn't not against a a back 10 United get three bookings in eight minutes as they try to hold on to a Rangers player every time they run past them we were applying pressure but no great chances Morelos is then booked um, as his frustration comes out Um, clearly the United players were getting to him a wee bit but whether you agree whether it's a booking or not, Alfredo should just stay out of the, stay out of 
anything to do with that. Don't get involved in handbags because Bobby Madden's booked three or four United players. He's desperate to book a Rangers player and Morelos just gives him the opportunity to do so. I'm not saying it's correct because I don't think it was a book and I don't think there was anything in it. I think it was just Bobby Madden wanting to book Morelos. But just... And it's wrong saying that Morelos should stay out of it because of the standard of Scottish, Scottish refereeing, but read the room, do you know what I mean? Like, realise what's going on here. Madden's desperate to book a Rangers player. Um, but yeah, we have a, a free kick at the end of the half, but again, it's it's off the wall and it's half-time. Ali, uh, you were maybe more disappointed than I was at half-time, spoke to you in the group chat, mate. Um, I still thought we had enough. I thought the team was had enough in it to, to turn this game around. So, what were your your, your thoughts at half time? Are you ready for ripping up the ripping up the rule book, mate, and getting about five five subs on? <laughs> no, I, I was frustrated in the first half because yeah, Rangers controlled the whole game. We gave a stupid goal away, which we've covered there, which is which isn't ideal, but we controlled the whole game without really doing much. To be honest, I thought we huffed and puffed. I thought we took too many touches at points. For some reason today, we weren't shooting from outside the box. As yeah. if they were told not to shoot from outside the box today, which was frustrating the hell out of me. Um, and I would have whipped Arfield off for um, Sakala at halftime. I thought Arfield was blown. I said at the Dortmund game, I thought he was blown. Um, so I was surprised that he started Arfield. But I just, if I'm being really honest at halftime, I know you're more optimistic than me, Carney. I'm more of a, a glass, half-empty, half to be honest. But... In my heart of hearts, I knew we weren't winning today. I honestly thought the best we were going to get was a draw. I just had a feel about it. And I've been here with Rangers before. I've seen games like this. And yeah, Rangers played really well the second half, which we'll come on to. But at halftime, I felt it's not going to be our day. I really did. <laughs> and I'm sorry to say that, but that's what I felt. That's me being no, honest. No, that's fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I, I was, I don't know, Ryan, who's camp you in? Mine or Ali's? <clears throat> I, I thought if we got a goal, no matter what the time of it, I felt we would have enough to get a win. I did. Um, however, because of how poor we were, I, I think you've, I think you've sugarcoated a wee bit that first half. I think we, I know you said we didn't create anything, but I think I don't think that's good enough. I think that first half performance we were. We dominated the ball, but when you have so much of the ball, you need to be creating chances. You need to be taking chances. Uh, need to be brave on the ball and create chances. And to have all that possession in the first half and create zero chances, that's happened a lot this, this season. And it's the reason why we are trailing them at the moment. We are not creating enough. And it did feel like that's where I think Rangers won the look well, lost the points today was that first half. But at half-time, I did think, if we score a goal, I know we can do it. I know that we've seen it before, and I like that Gio does make his changes earlier in the previous regime. So I thought if we can get a goal, we could, we could kick on. So, um, But yes, I was wrong, unfortunately. Maybe I was sugarcoating it. Um, I'm happy to take that one on the chin, but I was just trying to be optimistic about it. Maybe because I have seen this movie too many times, and surely watching the movie again for the upteenth time I was thinking maybe the ending's different just maybe the ending is different this time round so but fuck it. right we'll get into the second half so from the start of the second half for the first five minutes Rangers were shocking I mean absolute garbage we didn't do anything we didn't pass the ball correctly we didn't control the ball it reminded me of see when a snooker player's 
doing like a decent break and snooker, but he can't quite get control of the cue ball. That's what it reminded me of. It felt like everything was an effort for that first five minutes or so. Didn't think we started well at all. Um, the shot from shot cross thing from Scott Arfield, I have got no idea what, what that is. I honestly, I've not got a clue whether he's thought oh, I'll do both here. I'm very, very confusing, and that was pretty much the the end of him. Um, just before that, though, United were unlucky not to get another one. Uh, this time, Goldson was caught out. Well, across his man beats him to the ball and it brings out a save in McGregor. Comfortable enough for McGregor, yes, but still warning signs were there. And again, every time but the ball was going to run near Hollander, he didn't win his battle. The boy was at least winning a corner or beating him or beating him to the ball. Um, just a, a really poor day for, for Hollander, um, for me. And then, uh, yeah, so 57 minutes, Arfield comes off and Sakar comes on and... Aribo's denied a header just after us. A great save by an 80-keeper. And I was thinking to myself, how has Sakala not turned that in? But on the replay, uh, Ryan, I'll come back to you. It is another stonewall penalty. And if he gives that penalty, it's a red card as well because it's an, he's not attempting to win the ball. VAR, anyone? VAR, yeah. I'm starting to come round to it, especially after Thursday. Um I've not seen the replay in terms of Madden's position on it. I don't know mm. what his view on it was, but yeah, it's a it's a penalty. It's been missed. Even at that, what's the linesman doing? What's the linesman? What's the linesman watching? If he's watching the ball, yeah. what is he looking at? Because he's got the perfect view to see that shot getting pulled back. It's uh, carry on. Sorry, Ryan. The, the line the linesman are the guy in the office who's happy just to turn up, log in, read his emails, eat his sandwiches, get up the road. He's not interested <laughs> in helping you out, you know. He's that yeah. guy, and uh, that's that's what the linesmen are doing. They're they're happy just to get their, their hundred quid and get up the road. So, uh, aye, it's it's very frustrating, but it is another one that's been missed, and the Rangers players will be frustrated. It's it's annoying me we're talking about referees again. It is, but it has to be highlighted. We would be sugarcoating it to use that term. We'd be sugarcoating the referees' performance if we didn't mention it. He's missed another one. Another one today, and um, yeah, it's, it's a, that one's a penalty for me as well, Carney, I totally agree. Yeah, Ali, I know it's, we are talking about refs again. It is important, though. Obviously, a penalty is not a given goal. Still have to score them, but we would have had two to score from today. I would fancy to have to take at least one of them. Yeah, I was having a go at Sakala in terms of, I was like, how's he missed that? And then, obviously, looked back in the replay and went, fuck, that's a stonewall penalty, and... Ryan's right, the Lions, the Lions just don't want to get involved. They don't want to have the grief of giving us a penalty or they don't want that. So they'll just give the responsibility to the referee and like, I don't know what the referee's view of, of it was, but it's a stonewall penalty again. And yeah, We talk about referees every week in this podcast. <laughs> I'm sick of it. In fact, to be fair, I was at Tony Glenn yesterday before the Legends game and there was a a kind of junior game on before, and a referee gave a penalty to the, one of the teams, and the guy the guy actually won the ball. It was never a penalty in my eyes, and I actually I actually found myself getting annoyed at this referee. And the game had <laughs> nothing to, nothing to do with me, absolutely nothing to do with me. But I was getting annoyed because I think that's what referees have done to me in the last few games. It's just it's the start of the refereeing all over Scotland is um, is not very good. <laughs> No, not very good, just putting it politely, mate. Um, we'll move on from that. From this point on, Rangers completely dominate the, the rest of the half. 
Sakala makes a massive difference when he comes on. He really does. His impact is clear for us all to see. Um, Sakala and Aribo link up well down the right-hand side. Uh, comes across goal, but Morelos just can't get enough on it to put it away. Uh, United survived that one. Morelos, again, can't get the ball in the net. As Sakala drives the ball into the box, Morelos tries to get something on it, but again, the United keeper is there to deny him. At this point, um, Ali, I was beginning to think... This is going to be one of these days. Yeah. I thought Rangers, once Sakala came on, I thought you saw a difference in Rangers. I thought we were more direct. There was more pace down that right-hand side as well. I just thought we looked more threatening. But, yeah, a lot of these balls in the box, Dungeon United players flinging themselves in front. Their goalkeeper was having one of the good days as well. It just wasn't a fault the Alfie and... Same as yourself, I just I thought it's not going to be our day. Really, <laughs> I was actually surprised we actually scored to be honest, because I really just the amount of chances that we kind of had that were just just inches away for one of our players was unbelievable today. Um, but yeah, I, I had the same feeling to be honest. I just thought no, it's it's not our day at all. Yeah, I think that was probably cemented in our thoughts, Ryan, when Kent. Probably does the best Rangers move of the game. Completely turns the Dundee United player inside out, breaks away, gets himself into the box, hits up. It looks like a shot come cross. Again, I'm not 100% sure if he's trying to shoot. But even at that, Morelos is about half a foot away from getting on the end of it. And yeah, at this point, we, I think we were all in the boat of, no, it's not happening today. Yeah, there was quite a few instances of it just the ball just not dropping for the play, for our players or just being that inch away from from getting a goal. Yeah, it just, um, the more that went on, the more I've got to say, I was in Ali's camp thinking, yeah, this isn't happening for us today. Um, even if we get a goal, we're just it's just not falling for us for whatever reason it would be. But yeah, it was it was starting to become more and more frustrating as the game went on, not just because of the score, just because of the way, the way our play was going, because we were dominant on the ball again. And as Ali said, we were a lot more direct than Sakala come on. We looked as if we were having a goal, but you know when it's not your day, you know just the way things are playing out, the penalty not getting given, and yeah, it just it just it started materialising the way you the way you thought it would. Yeah. We have another well on the seven about seventy minutes, seventy third minute, uh, we make another change. Diallo comes on for Holanda with Lundstrom dropping a bit deep. You can see what Gio's trying to do here. Um I understand what he was doing because United were not coming up the park. They were not. They were quite happy to get the ball and just put it as far away from their goal as they could. Not really interested in playing any sort of football. More than happy to try and hold on. We've said before, it's quite rightly their right to do so. Another goal mouth chance for Rangers again. It doesn't quite fall right for Morelos or Goulton, uh, and that United managed to survive yet again. And finally, Rangers square the game. Uh, Kent, great work down the left-hand side, slips in Bassey with a pass between the two defenders. He picks out the on-rushing Aribo and your man Aribo fires at home, Ali. Uh, at this point, I got a wee bit optimistic again and I thought, right, still 15 minutes to go, great finish, we broke it now, We they know we can score, let's get after them. Yeah, it was, it was a great goal. Big, I thought Big Bassey actually played quite well today, to be honest. Um, yeah. Good pullback and there's Joe Aribo lashing into the the back of the net, and yeah, at that point, I know I wasn't very optimistic at the half time and even during that second half, but at that point, you're going, it's one each, 15 minutes to go, we've got our tails up here, Sakala's on the park, Diallo's on the park, we'll obviously come on to Diallo later on, because I was not very happy with Diallo, 
Um, but um, surprise, yeah, surprise. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think I've got a bit of. You I think I've got a reason why, but um, yeah, we had more creativity in the park. Dungeon United were blowing. They were sitting deeper and deeper. Dungeon United, I thought, yeah, 15 minutes to go. Yeah, there's time definitely to get a second here. Yeah, Bashi does superb. Here, Ryan, just to pick out Aribo, and it's it's a tidy finish. Yeah, it's a brilliant finish for Aribo, and Ali won't like this, but I think Aribo needed that because I wasn't overly impressed with Aribo today, I've got to say. I thought it was... Tight, safe. I thought he was safe today when we don't we didn't need safe. I needed a rebo to grab the ball and and be the man that steps up and well he did eventually when he scored the goal, but I just I think he needed that today. And um, that's where I want a rebo. I want him up the pitch. I don't want him defensive mid. I want him up the pitch. He's probably one of our more creative players and you can't get the ball off at times. But yeah, in terms of the goal, what a finish. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And um I also share the frustrations of Diallo. I've been banging the drum about him. I know we're going to come on to him. But um, yes, but Aribo's goal was brilliant. And I also, same as you, thought I, I turned to my old man and I said, we'll score again, we'll score again. Yes, I said the same thing to my missus, who's lying on her phone looking at me like, I couldn't care less. <laughs> she really couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't care less. And uh, yeah, at that point I was thinking, right, we'll get ourselves, we'll get ourselves another chance. Before we come on to speak about Diallo, if you wanted to see a, a, a move, a chance in this game that summed up today was the chip ball from Aribo to Diallo that he heads at the keeper, that the keeper saves, and then bounces off the United defender and hits the post and they finally clear it away. Yes, it was offside. However, the linesman has guessed that. Have you seen the still shot? He is about an inch, at very most an inch offside. So with the speed that Diallo moves, he's guessed that and he's got it right. Fair play to him. He's got it right. I'm not having a criticism. But that for me, I was like, that has summed up our day right there. Like that absolutely has summed up our day. Uh, well then, yeah, this is probably the bit that we'll speak about with, with Diallo. He kind of gives up on a ball at one point as well, which is quite strange. He was about two yards offside and he just got he just Gave up on it, like as Tav played him through again. Played the whistle, um, really, really frustrated at that. I found it very, very strange. I hope that that's not an attitude thing because the ball wasn't played right at his feet. I really do hope that. I don't think it was. I think he thought he was offside. Obviously, it wasn't. But then a break forward. Uh, Diallo is clear through. He somehow manages to hit the post, and then disappears over the advertising boards. Ali, he has to score here and see if he doesn't. Fancy the shot. Sakala was on for the square ball for a tap-in. This is a uh, this should have won us the game. Yeah, that was the chance to win it. And when he missed it, that's when I thought, no, definitely isn't our day today at all. But I uh, just touching on Diallo. Uh, I know he's hardly played for us. He had that cameo at Ross County where he looked really good. But see when he's shy with that challenge today, that annoyed me. It really annoyed me. See if he doesn't want to be here. Don't be here. Go back. This sounds really harsh, by the way, but go back to Man United because we don't need players up here that are going to shout at challenges. And I know he's a winger and everything and he's quite a wee guy and that, but I just thought his attitude today when he came on the park wasn't what I want from a Rangers player. I wanted him, him to come on the park and show what he's about. We know he's got ability. We've seen it. I want him to drive it at um, their fullbacks and show the trickery he's got and I don't think he showed it at all today. He really didn't. I know he had that busting goal, but I thought every time he got the ball, 
you'll just give it to somebody else. I, I just thought, and it might be really harsh on him today. I just thought, I just didn't like his attitude in the park today. I really didn't. And um, it's not what we needed at one each. Ryan, Ali's, Ali is probably correct. Look, he's not he's not Ryan Jack. He's not Lundstrom. He's not going to fling himself into a tackle. However, today was not the day to show that. I mean, he just completely chucks the tackle. He doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even think about making the tackle. And obviously, the chance it's you have to score or you have to square that. It's that was the chance. When he's busting through and goal, I thought you really need this. If you score, the place is going to go daft for that song. We're winning, blah blah blah. When he missed it. I didn't even notice the colour. To be honest, I didn't notice he was in the for the square pass. And then I seen the replay. So he's just he's had a shocker with that. I can handle that. I can handle players missing chances. I can. Or making the wrong decision. See when there's a lack of commitment, it's the most frustrating thing as a fan because I'd walk over broken glass to have a ten minute appearance in that shot when we're drawing one each and looking for a win. And he looked as if and this is why he's up here. He looks as if he's not interested in any sort of tackling. And he's a winger. I know that. But you've still got to put your foot in. You've still got to have some sort of... He just doesn't look interested. And I really hope somebody grabs him, whether it's our fielder, and just says, nah, you're not getting away with that up here, son. Like, that's not... Never are you getting away with that here. And maybe that's why he's been on the bench, because I've been quite surprised to see him on the bench. And maybe they're seeing that in training. Maybe they're seeing he's just not committed to the challenge because you won't in Scottish football you ain't getting away with that. we we know that you need to be able to win challenges and put your foot in and win your battles. And uh, it's not you're not gonna get the pretty game. You're not gonna get that up here. So that's maybe why he's been on the bench. But yeah, he needs a it doesn't matter what age he is, he needs a reality check quickly from somebody because that is not good enough. I don't want to see him playing. I don't want to see that from any Rangers player at all. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Um, not the day to be doing that. If you're 3-0 up, maybe you'll get away with it. But when you're chasing a game uh, and you do that, no, uh, you'll not get away with that. I, I really didn't like it. And I, I'm pretty sure we won't be the only ones to say so. Um, I can't I can't stand that. I really can't stand that. And you, you, I don't even think it was like a... The United player wasn't flying in. It wasn't as if it was going to be a crunching one. You just didn't tackle um I can't <laughs> you didn't battle for a ball I, I'm I'm not I'm, I won't forgive things like that I really won't um anyway we will move on um not that we've got very much left to speak about um Kemp goes was wave after wave from Rangers really Rangers attack again United really just holding on now to try and get a draw Sakala fires one over the bar Kent fires one wide again great work by Ryan Kent I thought Kent was Good today. I thought he was probably the best Rangers player on the park. Uh, I thought he looked dangerous. He can't do it all himself. He needs help, and a lot of players didn't step forward for him. Uh, Diallo then sends a, a good crossover for Sakala, who tried to get his head on it. Bit of a coming together. Somehow Madden sees this is a free kick for United. If anything, Sakala got punched in the face, but never mind. Both of them are a wee bit of a bloody nose at this point. Then... Um, Cigar flashes a crossover that strikes the, the top of the bar. It's just during the, the five minutes we've added on time, but the chance just wasn't falling. Uh, and it's full time Dundee United won, Rangers won. Drop points from Rangers in a game where we should win um, for the dominance that we showed. But Ali, this is disappointing to say the least. Yeah, 
after the after that Celtic result, we've, we've came back and we've we've shown in the last three games, obviously including Dortmund as well. But no, nah, it wasn't good enough. We we, we can't just turn up in games after sixty minutes. Um, because that's what happened today. The last 30 minutes, Rangers were really good. I know we couldn't put the ball in the bag, we, put, we scored one, but we had umpteen chances and we were unlucky, to be fair. But we were good in the last 30 minutes. But we can't wait to give them a goal and then start and, and as of 60 minutes because you'll get caught out and we've been caught out again. We've been caught out with Pataudry. I don't know what the start you said before, Carrie, in terms of away away games recently, but it's it's um, it's not good enough. And you can't win titles doing that form at all. And it just it shifts momentum to the other side of the city again. They must be thinking it's Christmas because we're just gift wrapping a, a league title to them at the moment. We've just not put the bow on it yet. But um we're we're one, I would say we're probably one other result like today away from putting the bow in the league title for them. That that's that's me being realistic about it because from being six points um ahead before the winter break to where we are now. It's not good enough, and you can't win league titles doing that. Yeah, uh, I do agree. I do agree. I don't quite think I'm at the point yet where I think that we're gifting it to them. However, we are handing them momentum right now, and we're continuing to do so with just stupid results like this. Again, not defending a corner today has cost us has cost us two points, and that isn't good enough, Ryan. No, it's not, and it goes hand in hand with the 45 minutes of not creating a chance. Yeah, Carney, it's True. it's it's not good enough. It's it's at both ends. The quality's not good enough, and unfortunately, Rangers are have been consistent this season at doing that, going long uh, periods of games without creating chances, and then conceding goals from corners with poor defending. It is a consistent theme, and it will it will hand them the title if it doesn't change. It will, and I know people don't want to hear it, but it will hand them the title, and I am. The same as Ali, and I think that we are literally away a couple of games at most from putting a bow on this because I just don't see the Rangers players changing that if they don't stop this, if they don't stop this bad defending. And that's, we've he- we're hemorrhaging points, Carney. There's mm. no getting away from it. We've, we, we did the bounce back from Celtic, the Celtic game, with the Hearts, the Hearts result, and we looked as if we're gaining a bit of momentum. But you've got to keep winning. You can't just win a couple of games and say, oh, that's that's Rangers back. You've got to get a run of games. And the run of games should have been for now to the next old firm game. And we've dropped again. And that's nine points since Christmas. That ain't good enough. It, it, it isn't. And if we lose the league, you'll look back in the last month and say, that's where we lost it. We've been here again before and we're going round the block and we'll go round again. But Rangers need to win games from now until that old firm game if they want to secure this title. 100% agreed. But the margin of error right now is non-existent anymore because we've managed to drop the points. Um, it's over to Rangers now. It really is. They have to really do some sort of performance, some po- sort of consistency ahead. And we have been great. The, the three games since the old firm have been brilliant. The game, I mean, again, Dortmund as well, but this was a different beast. We knew it was going to be a different beast and. Yeah, it's disappointing just now. Um, I do believe um, Celtic will drop points, uh, and I'm not, I'm not against Rangers, but I also think we are going to drop points right now. That's the, how little confidence I have in Rangers, especially away at, at kind of tougher grounds. Uh, I just, for whatever reason, we're just not managing to 
to get these results over the line when we, we really, really need to. And yeah, dropping that amount of points away from home isn't good enough. It just isn't good enough. No matter what way you look at it, no matter even if we dominated that game, you can't lack the effort of the, the players today. You really can't, but that only gets you so far. You have to you have to force the issue. You have to take responsibility and win these games and defend corners, man. It's not hard to ask just to defend a corner. It's not a difficult thing. Anyway, um, can you pick a man of the match, Ali, from the Rangers team today? Well, you can give it a Dundee United play if you want. <laughs> Seagrass had a goalkeeper. Um, probably Ryan Kent. I, yeah. To me, I wanted Ryan Kent in the ball as much as possible to do because he was the only guy that was creating anything and was going to create anything. Dundee United but just I mean, that kind of summed it up when he spun that guy and the guy tried to take his shirt off and that kind of summed it up. But Ryan Kent, for me, was it was a guy in the park that was always trying to make something happen. And aye, it would have to be Ryan Kent. Yeah, I, Ryan, I've actually forgot that we didn't really speak about Alfredo today. Um, he wasn't particularly great. I don't think his service was particularly great either, though. So it was kind of the lack of the cutting edge wasn't ideal, but he probably should have scored. I think he was unlucky not to score, not particularly poor from him. Uh, but again, one he's going to have these days, every striker does, but he wasn't great. But can you you pick a man of the match? Yeah, Alfredo's going to get it, get it in the neck from somebody. It's, he always does when Rangers don't win. Um, yeah, he's a striker, he's a striker, and he got no service today. And that's that's where I look at it, Ralphie's uh, contribution today. Uh, my man of matches Ryan Kent as well. I thought Ryan Kent was absolutely on it once again, which is great to see. And hopefully he continues that form, followed very closely by Calvin Bassey, who is a positive and is our left-back now. And I hope Bourne is watching that because that's how you play left-back for me. Uh, he was a positive defensively and offensively, and I thought he was great today as well. Yeah, I thought he was solid as well. Um, I thought Lundstrom and Jack did their job as best they could in the middle of the park. Maybe a few things not really coming off for them. The way Dundee United were defending didn't help matters well as trying to make forward passes, but that's not it's not Dundee United's fault. It's Rangers' fault for not finding a way to, to break them down. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give it Ryan Kent as well. Um, a disappointing day, um, not the result that we were hoping for. Um, we'll need to... We'll need to, and there's going to be a lot of knee-jerk reaction to this. There always is when stuff like this happens, so you're going to hear all sorts of all sorts of stuff. But yeah, Rangers really need to need to do something to rectify this poor away form in the league because it's uh, it's not good enough. And yes, the margin for error now is tiny. It is it's no longer no longer big. Um, so I need to pack up our ideas soon, Ali. Never good doing these pods, mate, but thank you for your time and your hungover state, mate. I know it's not, it's not great doing a podcast after a result, especially after the Dortmund, the high of Dortmund. I did say to to got to Gordon Smith off camera yesterday, um, I said it would just be Rangers to go for the high of Dortmund to kick us right in the balls and bring us right down. So there it is. Thanks very much, Rangers, for kicking me right in the balls. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I know, mate. I know. It is... Uh, oh, we should have all known, really, that this was going to happen. Yeah. Ryan, thank you very much, mate. Cheers, boys. Onwards and upwards. Um, we've got this this game during the week to look forward to. I know it's hard to, to think about that just now, but we will be buzzing for it, I'm sure, come maybe tomorrow. Maybe not today, but come tomorrow, we'll be looking forward to it. And listen, if we need to just win the Europa League to get through to the Champions League, then let's do it. <laughs> I well, may as well. Yeah, God, but that's all, never mind. We'll get into all that. Oh, look, it is, it is what it is today. Um, 
not good enough, not good enough at all. So we will be back on Tuesday with a club deck corner. We will look ahead, we will regroup and we'll look ahead to the, the game on Thursday night, a, a massive game at Ibrox against Borussia Dortmund. So not our day-to-day, uh, but we need to bounce back. Uh, so it's over to over Rangers to do so. So thank you for listening to us. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers. Podcast Network.